Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, with our message for today. And today is June 28th, 2020. We'll be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 40 to 42. And our title of our message today is Rewarding Hospitality. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this passage says a lot about welcoming and being welcoming. And being welcoming is a huge aspect of what we call hospitality. Over the ages, how we receive or welcome other people impacts our relationship with them. One thing that I love about church, and I've truly missed over these last few months while we've been shut down, is that for the most part, church people are very welcoming. I can't tell you how many times I've heard from people in all three of the churches I've been privileged to pastor. As soon as I walked in the door, I felt I belonged here. The people are so friendly, and they have made me feel like family. That's what I'm talking about. Many of us also know the horror stories, though, of when people came to church, maybe for the first time, and no one spoke to them, or they felt like they were being judged somehow. They weren't welcomed at all. I've had that happen to me. And I know how that feels. You get a little angry, definitely hurt, and you certainly don't want to come back again. Any chance of a relationship is pretty much lost at that point. Throughout the ages, people and governments have sent representatives to others with messages that are from them. They speak for the person or group who has sent them. We usually call them ambassadors, and a country, and as a country, we have ambassadors to every country around the world who represent our nation. How they are treated is seen as a reflection of how they would treat Americans as a whole. Alliances have been made when our ambassadors are treated well, and wars have been fought when the opposite is true. There's a story in the Bible that reflects this concept pretty well. It comes from 2 Samuel chapter 10. Now for the background, when David was on the run from Saul, at one point he had to live among the enemies of Israel to get away from him. King Achish treated him well, not like an enemy, and allowed him to remain safely in his country. Once Saul died and David was able to return, he expressed his gratitude to Achish and left on good terms. David became king of Israel. But then he heard that King Achish had died, and so he sent ambassadors to his son to send his condolences and pay his respects. However, the son's advisors told him not to trust David, that they must be spies. So they cut off half their beards, half their clothes, to publicly humiliate them. Needless to say, 
This was considered bad hospitality. And King David saw it as an act against him personally. The next thing you know, David's raising an army to go to war. I know it sounds a bit extreme, but when you treat people poorly, when you don't welcome the ambassadors, the one who sent them, understands that in reality, you haven't welcomed them. When you do welcome the envoys, you welcome the one they represent. And this is exactly what Jesus is implying in this passage. If they welcome you as my representatives, they are welcoming me. And if they welcome me, then they are welcoming God, the one I represent. It's a ripple effect. And what does it mean to be welcoming here? Jesus says that whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple will not lose their reward. Now, what that reward may be, we'll talk about in a minute. But to be welcoming means to give, to be giving, to take care of their needs. If they're thirsty, give them a cup of cold water. Giving and taking care of those in need has always been a valued and required trait for those who follow Jesus. In Matthew 25, Jesus reveals the same theme, that what we do for one of God's children is the equivalent of doing it to him. We know the passage, starting in verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. And we know it continues on to talk about those who did not do all those things and how that was seen, the ripple effect. How we receive and welcome one another is seen as representative of how we receive and welcome Jesus. And by our passage today and our pass passage from Matthew 25, that response has eternal consequences. But let's dig deeper, though, into what is happening in our passage today. This is the last part of instructions Jesus is giving to his disciples as he is sending them out into the heart of Israel with the good news. The disciples had a mandate. He gives them authority to cast out demons, to cure every sickness, and even to raise the dead. They are his ambassadors, and they are to give the message that God has come, that salvation is near, to share that life-giving message in the name of Jesus Christ. They held the power of God within them, the power to heal the broken, to release the prisoners of all kinds of ailments, and to give life. 
And these instructions, though, he tells them not to take anything with them. No money, no extra clothes, not even a walking stick, nothing. Why do you think that is? Because he wants to see how they are treated. He also wants them to understand that everything that happens to them, everything they receive is not because of their own self-sufficiency, but because of God's faithfulness. Even though they held that tremendous power within them, they would be dependent on others. They were to do amazing things in the name of Christ, but they were to rely on the goodness of others to receive what they needed for their everyday needs, fully dependent on the grace of God. Give and receive. When Jesus talks about giving a cup of cold water to those little ones, I always thought it meant children or the vulnerable in some way. But he is speaking about the disciples. They are his representatives, the little ones in the faith. So this is really about how people welcome them and the good news they are coming to share. So by the ripple effect, this is really about receiving and welcoming Jesus. The prophets, the righteous, and the disciples in this passage are all people who point the way to Jesus and salvation. If they are received well, it means that those they have spoken to have put their faith in Christ as Messiah. They have welcomed the good news of Jesus Christ. Any act of kindness, such as giving a cup of cold water, no matter how small, done in the name of Christ, is greater than any act of human power on earth. Let me say that again. Any act of kindness, no matter how small, done in the name of Christ, is greater than any act of human power on earth. Those who represent Christ in the world because of their faith have received salvation and eternal life. These are, this is the reward of the righteous, of the prophet, of disciples, of the faithful. As we, the followers of Christ, tend to the needs of the people, as we share the good news of Jesus through our words and our action, we give life to those we encounter. We help cast out the demons this people struggle with and help heal the brokenness of the world. There are eternal consequences. We become a force for good, a light shining in the darkness, and a voice of love as representatives and ambassadors of Jesus Christ. On the last night he spends with his disciples, Jesus washes their feet and tells them to do the same for each other. It's very humbling to have someone wash your feet. I've experienced that a few times, and every time it's the same. Beautiful and uncomfortable. I always like washing someone else's feet more than I like mine being washed. Isn't that the way things are for most of us, though? We'd rather give than receive. Giving makes us feel good, gives us a sense of pride, of accomplishment, makes us feel valuable, like we have something to offer the world. But how many of us almost refuse to ask for help or for something we need when we find ourselves on the receiving end? We don't like feeling that way, feeling like we've somehow failed to take care of ourselves and being in need makes us feel shame. 
We don't want to be dependent on the kindness of others. As a pastor, I've encountered people who refuse to ask for help even when they are in dire need because of that sense of pride. Yet Jesus sent his disciples out knowing that they would be better off taking nothing and learning to depend on God. It was only in receiving they would know the faithfulness of God, that they could learn to trust God to provide what they needed. God gives all his people the opportunity to serve others in his name. And when we give to others, we are God's ambassadors to them. When we allow others to give to us, we are allowing God to provide for us, allowing others to be Christ's ambassadors to us. And it helps us remember that we are all fully dependent on the grace of God in all situations. During this pandemic, many people have found themselves in need for the very first time. They've worked hard all their lives and have always had the means to meet their basic needs. But now they find themselves in the lines at food banks, filing for unemployment, asking family for assistance. And it can be a huge blow to your pride. Those who have not been affected are giving to those newly in need, and we are trying to support each other through this crisis. We've got a ways to go. Things will get worse before they get better. As people who follow Christ, as his ambassadors in the world, we are called to share the good news, to give to those in need, and to receive the gifts God sends us through our fellow ambassadors. We build relationships, not just by giving all the time, but by giving and receiving in the name of Jesus. When we give, it has eternal rewards, and we find ourselves in the kingdom of heaven, having represented Jesus as we were called to do. When we receive, we are allowing others to represent Jesus. And in receiving with humility, we are giving others the opportunity to give to Jesus himself. Remember what you did for the least of these, my people, you did also for me. What if we saw our own needs as a way for people to do something not just for us, but for Jesus, and as a way to give them the opportunity to receive those kingdom rewards too? Receiving what we need from someone can really be seen as a gift we can give to others. There's no shame in that. Give and receive. We're in this together. At the end of the evening, just before Jesus was arrested, he tells the disciples, I give you a new commandment. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, or in other words, my ambassadors, if you have love for one another. Having love for one another means having the heart of Jesus for his people, for those in need, and for those who need to learn to give in his name. Give and receive in the name of Jesus. These are the marks of those who live in the kingdom of God. We are ambassadors of Jesus in the world through our words and through our acts of love especially in how we welcome and receive others. 
Go into the world this week and look for opportunities to share the good news through your actions. Find a way to give, like maybe assistance for someone in need or a quick visit, even if just by a phone call to someone or just waving and smiling to people you pass on your daily walk. Think of it as a way for God to provide for you if you need to find a way to receive as well. If you have a need, don't be ashamed to ask for what you need. It is a way God can provide for you so you can see the evidence of his faithfulness. Think of it as a gift for someone else so they get the joy of giving to you. Hospitality in any form is rewarding. Look at every opportunity as giving directly to or receiving from Christ himself. Think how every act of giving and receiving builds relationships and in turn builds the kingdom of God. But also remember that as Christ's ambassadors, we have the power to damage another's relationship with Christ if we do not welcome people in his name, if we behave badly. If we carry the name of Jesus, people see Jesus when they see us. So what do people see about Jesus in us? Will we receive them well, or will our actions cause them to turn away from Jesus? Do we give well? Do we receive well? How we represent Christ to the world has eternal consequences. The kingdom has come near. Welcome people into the kingdom through your acts of love in the name of Jesus Christ. Be his ambassador to the world through our rewarding hospitality in his precious name. Amen.